to the Dead. Welcome to the Dead Bedroom Revival Podcast. My name is Corey, your host, and I'm excited to be making this episode. We're close to Christmas, and uh, hopefully you guys are just as excited as I am. Some time off with the family, uh, get to eat a lot, and then uh, really enjoy time, uh, especially for the children. I think it's a really, really amazing time for them. Um, I don't know what, what you guys do in terms of your Christmas traditions, if you celebrate Christmas but um, for us, we generally uh, have our in-laws over, we have dinner, we play a few games, and then pretty much that's Christmas over. I think usually by about half past eight uh, in the evening, we're so spent, we're so tired, and it's like pretty much uh, coming to an end at that point. So um, it's probably much going to be the same this year. Uh, and then Boxing Day, we go for a pantomime. So that's like our little tradition. We go for uh, this pantomime. It's really, really cool. Um, they always have different shows and, you know, it's just the entertainment factor of it. It's really, really good. Um, and then usually we just relax box, um, after Boxing Day. And usually, in fact, after Boxing Day is when I remove all Christmas lights. Like literally, if you came to if come to my house two or three days after Christmas, it, you wouldn't even know that it was going to be Christmas. It always was Christmas. All decorations are gone. Any trace of Christmas is gone. So it's pretty exciting. Um, so pretty excited about Christmas, but pretty much very quick to get over the whole festive season. So today I just wanted to sort of touch upon something that I, I sort of hinted on last week. And this has to do with decision making. And I think a lot of guys who are in a sexless relationship generally... Uh, suffer from bad decisions and not bad decisions as in that you are no good at making decisions but um, when you had or when you got rejected a few times or when your partner's sexual desires changed you started making decisions to try and make things work and usually when you make those decisions um, we base the result as validation of how good the decision was so what i'm trying to say is this so i'll give an example of this so maybe it might make sense so i like watching football and when i say football i mean uh uk football in america they call it soccer so we're going through the world cup i live in england i was supporting england and we're playing france and one of our star players had to kick a penalty. So he got we won a penalty. We're already one goal down, I think, I believe. I think we won the goal down at the time. I think, yeah, we were a goal down. And then um, the captain, skipper, striker gets onto the ball. And then he scores this penalty. So the game goes along. I think France scores again. And then England gets a second penalty. Now, on the whole pitch... Uh, in terms of England players, there's no one else you'd be wanting to give the ball to because um, Harry Kane has shown him, himself, has proved himself in the Premier League and really high-stake games to be able to handle the pressure and score the goal. But this was World Cup, so it's different kind of pressure. But anyways, he steps up and he just kicks it over the bar. And it was just heartbreaking to see this because um, all of a sudden you just knew that the opportunity to really 
probably win this game was gone because at that point, up to about that point, England was playing really well. They were in good position. They were getting into good positions and also were more likely to score and go on and win the game. So he misses the penalty, but it was not his decision. It was the decision of the manager so or the coach, as the Americans call it. So the manager... Um, looked at that situation his decision was to allow him to kick that penalty and then because of that decision if he he felt that the decision for giving that penalty to Harry Kane to take he took it on as a bad decision and because he thought it was a bad decision he then went on to try and correct that decision by removing two star players or at least attacking-minded players, and then he put a, a, a defensive-minded um, um, player, which changed the shape of the team, which me, invited more pressure onto to England, which made it even more difficult to go and go on the offensive and then go on and win the game. So it became that that one decision of him missing made him then go and make on a few more categories, <laughs> make more decisions. And those decisions were in reaction to the uh, bad outcome that had happened. Now, I think if Harry Kane goes on and scores it, the, the, the team score level and then there's potential that may go and win. And if that had gone that way, everybody would have praised him, you know, like how, how amazing it is that... He went in on and took two penalties and then scored. Now, this is, uh, just to bring context to this, um, uh, in the final, uh, one of the best players in the world uh, ended up taking three penalties during the game. Now, this is a World Cup final. This is like the biggest uh, game you can ever play as a footballer. And the whole world is pretty much watching you. And this boy stepped up and scored three penalties, which is absolutely insane. Plus an incredible goal that he scored as well. So when you when you see the, the, how somebody can uh, people can uh, handle different types of levels of pressure and overcome that sort of situation, you realize that uh, Harry Kane the occasion got over him and then he hit over the bar. And it's understandable. Everybody goes goes through that sort of thing, but. From the manager's perspective, when Harry Kane missed, that was him looking at his decision to allow him to hit the second penalty as if that, that decision was a bad decision. It wasn't a bad decision. It was the correct decision that just had a terrible outcome. Now, how does this all work in terms of your relationship? Everything that you've done is probably not a bad decision. So um, if you've done the candlelight thing and tried to set the mood, um, it's not a bad decision. But the thing, the, the crazy part about it is that you can't control the outcome. So if you've done something like that and then you've not had the good outcome, it isn't because you've made a bad decision. It isn't because you're not good enough or you're not sexy enough. Again, the outcome shouldn't be the judge of a decision. Now, you, I'm not saying 
<laughs> for instance, if, if you go and then you drive off a cliff, well, the, the outcome is based on a, a stupid um, decision. So you can make these stupid decisions, but I mean in a situation where you're in a, uh, in a marriage where you want to have more passion within your relationship, your decision-making sometimes might not result in the outcome that you want, but the problem is that when you start re uh, reacting to those outcomes to make even more decisions, you can start making decisions that are bad. And this is the, it's called resulting, and it comes from poker, where if you have a bad hand, if you start trying to react because you had a bad hand before, uh, the chances of you starting to fail is much, much higher. And we've done this many of times. Most, in fact, every human being has done this, that you, you've made a good decision, you've researched, you've... Um, You've really thought thought it through. You've asked questions, and then you make a decision, but you still get the the, the wrong outcome. Then all of a sudden, um, if you don't look at the outcome and think, "Oh, you know what? The outcome didn't work in my favor," um, let me take a step back. Let me think it through, and then make another decision that's that's well thought out. But usually most, most of the times that when the outcome happens, we think the decision that we made to in order to get the outcome was bad. Generally it's not. And then especially in a sexless relationship, generally it's not. It's the right thing. You you bought you went and bought uh, a a weekend getaway, you went away, nothing happened, you've um taken taken your partner out for dinner, you try to make time, you try to make space, you've tried to go and um, clean the house, make sure that she's rested and she's relaxed. All of those are really good decisions. Um, in terms of the outcome, you can't control the outcome to a certain extent. If you can start looking, viewing it from that perspective, because I'm saying this because a lot of people, when they make uh, this decision, they get the wrong outcome, they really put everything on themselves. Like, oh, that means... I'm useless. That means I'm not worthy enough. That means, you know, I do, you know, for some reason they they start whipping themselves because of those decisions. And really, today I was just trying to take away this thought or this notion that um, just because you've had a bad outcome, that means you've made a bad decision. I wanted to remove that um, the outcome shouldn't determine the quality of your decision making. So hopefully that sort of frees you about a bit, especially in a sexless relationship, then um, the only way you can control the outcome of that, again, it's, it's just being you and really allowing yourself that you, you don't fold, you don't crumble when things don't go your way. Because this is one of the major things that um, you're, you're broken, you're feeling lonely, you're feeling um, just like an outcast you feel like somebody who's not worth anything because of this situation that you're in right now and you're making decisions based off of that feeling those negative feelings and that's when you're making bad decisions so hopefully that makes sense and um, I'm going to listen back to this hopefully I can post it and keep it leave it leave it up but um, 
yeah, I'm going to really go down with this route and we're going to talk about decision making probably this throughout Christmas. And this is going to be important because um, there's a lot of important decisions that you're going to have to make uh, coming into the next year. If you listen to this podcast, um, we're going to elevate your life. 2023 it's going to be absolutely incredible so and thank you for listening this year and hopefully this is impactful for you guys as much as it's impactful for me um like i, like I said I, I love sharing different things and all these concepts when i learn them i want to share them so again partially from a selfish uh, selfish uh, perspective because the more i can talk about it the more i can really engra- engrave that um knowledge in my my head but at the same time i want to share with you guys so you you can we can all grow together so 2023 is going to be absolutely incredible and we're going to finish off this year really diving deeper into decision making and this today we're just talking about that your consequence of a decision shouldn't determine the or the quality of a decision so you could have an absolutely amazing decision but um, sometimes it does, because you can't control the outcome, it could end up in not going your way. So um, just hopefully that frees you up to f- not feel down and um, depressed because things have not worked out. So thank you very much for listening. Um, if you're looking to ask for any questions or you need some help, um, just really try and get clarity on, in your sexless relationship and how you can overcome this, go to Instagram deadbedroomrevival.com and we'll be able to send us a dm and send us a dm saying dead bedroom and we'll be able to get back to you and just show you the next steps so we can help you out and get some clarity onto your situation so thank you very much we'll be speaking to you soon take care